what were your impressions of it? What did it look like? Well, it it had the North Cottesloe Surf Club was, for example, perhaps I'll go back and say that on the northern side there was a big paddock, which also I loved, strangely enough, and I used to just play in there and look at it. I liked it. And then the Astoria Tea Rooms was right next door. And then after that was the North Cottesloe Surf Club. So there was always a great deal of activity. And old Mr Lucas, Ozzy Lucas, who was a Cottesloe councillor, owned the Astoria Tea Rooms. And his wife was quite a very pleasant woman. And if you wanted little tidbits or if you had pocket money to buy a lolly or something, you'd go in there. I became reasonably friendly with his daughter, Joan, but I couldn't really relate to her. She was a a, a strange girl um, and wasn't really talkative. But I was very friendly with her, and I'd go sometimes and borrow a surfboard from their thing. Strangely enough, his father made her pay for the surfboard. And, and and also, if she was late return, it was added extra money out of a pocket money. That always amazed me that your father would not give it to you free. So, I mean, it was all right for me to pay, but I couldn't believe that <laughs> that, that she had to pay her <laughs> only child. And they lived at the back of the shop. But uh, the surf club, of course, always a lot of activity, boys and girls... And although I'd never belonged, I knew most of them, still do remember their names and the people that come up. They had on Saturday night a surf club dance. And uh, I do think it must have been my Uncle Bob Irvine that persuaded because they used to go down to the dance too. And some of the other aunts and uncles used to go to it. A popular dance hall, because I had nothing, nothing to do with that. Now when the aunts all came down, gorgeous women, um, still miss them. And all the children, all of us became very close. And so we were allowed to go over the road, play on the sand dunes, and there used to be a little grandstand there. And we'd have a little concert under the lights, doing all things, singing songs, and playing partner Heidi. Well, my brothers never wanted to partner me, but one of my cousins would say, come on, I'll be your partner. That was great fun. It sounds silly, but... um, the same cousin I used to go, he lived in Dalkeith, and I used to tell stories around a lamp pole to occupy them. So he had kids in the street, plus whoever was at their house, and I'd be telling, I can remember telling them the story, the headless coachman from Ireland made it up as I went along, and they're all shivering the rest of it. I like doing that. And one of the nuns reminded me at Iona that I couldn't work out how I knew a couple of the children that were so much younger they said, no, you used to tell them, we used to get you to occupy them for a while when they were doing something, telling stories. And I did remember sitting on the wall and then some teenage or older girls would come and I'd leave it at a right dramatic point, not knowing the rest of it, so they'd have to come back the next time. <laughs> I can remember that and some of the girls remembered, so I just used to make it up as I went along. But uh, the nuns got me to occupy. So we did, that must have happened when I was younger, uh, before I went to Iona, I've probably always done it. <laughs>